Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building. Be more today. Project 40, day number 28. Congratulations. We are rolling. Today's title is Renaissance Man, Renaissance Woman. The quote is, the road between new habits and a new you is paved with consistency. Don't sell short the profit of practice. Practice? You talking about practice? Yes, Tyler Harris is talking about practice. We think about Web, uh, Webster's Dictionary says uh, Renaissance man or woman is someone who is knowledgeable, educated, proficient in a wide range of fields, right? The present day definition is someone who has acquired profound knowledge or proficiency in more than one field. The term is given to people who master disciplines more than one at a time over a period of time. And I've heard this term used in a number of ways, but I heard it for the first time when I was in middle school. And at 10 years old, I, of course, deemed myself a Renaissance man because I thought I could do everything, right? So I started playing the saxophone. I saw this this kid in church who was playing it, and I wanted to play it. I had to play it. This is like during the, the era of the Kenny G, right? The, the melodic sounds. Um, I immediately went to my mom and said, Mom, I need to play the sax. And of course, she was like, what are you talking about? And I grew up listening to... My mom's music, you know, Gerard Watson Jr., Mr. Magic, all that smooth stuff. John Coltrane, right, in a sentimental mood, all that stuff. And so she wasn't surprised when I was said that I wanted to play the saxophone. But I had very supportive parents, my dad included, right? And, and they both said, look, if you're going to play, you got to practice. I'm not going to buy this thing if you're not going to practice this thing. So I said, fine, I'm going to practice. I practice, I practice, I practice. And I was dedicated to this craft. Uh, for a very long time and I played and I got better and I played for shows and at school and I find myself playing the songs that I was hearing on the radio and it made me feel very very good and as I got to high school 
I recognized that there were others who were just as good as I was. And I was suddenly surrounded by people who made me feel like I should have practiced more. Um, and I was exposed to other opportunities that, that were good. But I fell out of love with saxophone as I saw that more and more people were, were good, if not better, than I was. And my activities also increased. I got involved with other things, especially when I got to high school, started doing track and field and basketball and soccer and lacrosse. And I quickly uh, pivoted more towards the athletic activities and spent less time practicing by myself for my craft of saxophone. I really like being around other people and, and doing things as a team as opposed to going to the music hall by myself, you know, on a Sunday afternoon and practicing uh, in a room by myself. So I later went on to college and I ran and did other crafts right in college. And and I, I stopped playing the saxophone, but there's nothing wrong with being a jack of all trades, right? You can do all these things. I was someone who said, look, I'm going to try out for all the sports teams. I'm going to be on the singing team. Uh, I was the head of... Um, the acapella group in high school and then I was part of this break, break dance group in high school and then went on to college and I was the head of the dance group in college and all these things, right? I said, I'm going to be the Renaissance man no matter what happens. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do everything. But we want to do everything and be a, a master of all, right? Or a jack of all trades, but we have to be a master of some, right? They always say jack of all trades, master of none, but we want to be a master of some, and many people start doing a task or an activity and they don't put enough hours into it and then they fall off. Uh, whether it's taking a language, whether it's playing an instrument, or whether it's even trying to put some physical activity into your life, right? As you all know, Malcolm Gladwell, best-selling author, states that it takes 10,000 hours to truly harness this craft or a skill. At 10,000 hours, for eight hours a day, it would take you about four years to master your craft. So think about it. Think about something you've done for the last four years. If it's your job, right, you've worked on a job for at least four years in that same job, you should be a master of that job. If you put in eight hours a day, right, for four years straight, you should be a master at that craft. Okay, weekends, we, we take weekends out, so maybe even like five years, right? But you should be a master at that craft. That's why it's so interesting that we do, we do college for four years. Because to manage or to, to master the college realm, right? The, the, the studying, the classes, whatever major you're putting time into, you should be able to get something done within a four-year span. And that's a ton of time for only one skill. It requires that you stop trying to do everything at once. Prepare yourself to be great at that one thing. I've learned that you have to really harness your skill set to be the best at your craft. And we have to really stop trying to do everything at the same time. I got really, really caught up in doing all kinds of things. But I recognize that when you really focus on that one thing, you can be very, very successful, right? It's great to be a jack of all trades, but you do want to be a master of at least one, if not some of the things that you're doing. And you'll be more successful at multiple things, right? Only when you're able to master one or move on to the next phase. It's always been about quality, not quantity of work, right? So there are no shortcuts to practice. There's no surprise that it took me four years to pass my board exam or, or that high school is college again is four years. It takes that time to do it. And, you know, when I mentioned the test in my, my previous episode 25, you know, I, I, I didn't recognize until recently that it really took four years to pass that thing. It took me four years to really understand what I was studying, how to study it, what the questions were really asking, uh, how to circumvent the trick questions when they do come. 
It took me four years to master that. It took me my 10,000 hours to master this one exam, right? It takes time to be great. It takes effort. It takes skill. It takes dedication. It takes cultivating your craft to be great. And for all those things, you have to practice. Take practice exams, right? I practice my craft and I continue to practice my craft as as therapy um, for now 11 years. I'm a master at this thing. You know, I can do this thing in my sleep. I can do this thing when I'm tired, when, I'm, when I have energy. It doesn't matter what's going on because I've mastered this craft. And doesn't mean I have all the answers to everything. No. But the craft of the skill of providing this service, I've mastered that. And the role between new habits, again, like Tyler Harris said, and new you is paid with consistency. We have to be consistent if you want to be a Renaissance man or a Renaissance woman. You got to be consistent. And we can't sell short the profit of practice. We always make fun of of all the people who talk about practice, right? And Iverson making fun of practice because Iverson was good. Iverson, one of the best basketball players we've ever seen in our <clears throat> modern day era, right? Never won championship. I'm not saying it has anything with practice, but some people, when they get to a certain skill set, still have to practice. No matter if you're Iverson or if you're Jordan or if you're Pippen or if you're Mike, or if you're Magic, or LeBron, or you know whoever you want to put out there, these guys still practice. You think about Kobe, right? We we're talking about Kobe and, and mama mentality during this Kobe Bryant time, during the anniversary of his of his death two years ago. You know that that whole concept of mama mentality—that's something that literally came from this one man who said, "I'm going to make sure that I dedicate my life to this craft, to this skill." And even when Kobe had won championships. Even on years when he won championships, he would still go out there and practice more. Why are you practicing once you've already won or once you've already mastered that craft? You practice because you still want to be better. You want to be the best. And, you know, my parents instilled to me that if you're going to do anything, whether you're mopping floors or if you're taking care of patients, you want to be the best at that. You want to be the best person doing that because your name is on it. And if your name is on it and your name's behind it and your face is on it, you better make sure that you put your foot into that thing. And the only way to do that is with practice. So I know Instagram and social media messes up the entire concept of hard work and dedication, mess up the whole concept of what we have to do to get to certain places, right? Because all we see is the end result. But it really does come down to new habits and a new you being paid with consistency, and I'm, I'm eating my own words right now because I need to be better. I want to be better, right? I don't want to be rich, but I want to be wealthy. I want to make sure I can leave a legacy for my daughter. I want to make sure that, that I leave this world knowing I made a stamp on it. And as I continue to thrive towards greatness, right, in my profession, in my craft, no matter what you do, if you do your craft well, you're going to be successful. If you do your thing well, you're going to get noticed. You're going to be successful. And I know you can do it. Whether it's you trying to go out there and hit your physical goals or you trying to go out there and hit your professional goals or your mental goals, spiritual goals, whatever they may be, you can do it. But you cannot sell short the profit of practice. Stop talking about it and put your foot out there. Lace those sneakers up. Get on the road. Get on the treadmill. Get back in the gym. Get back in the class. Right. Get back to your books. Get back to the things that you started doing when you first started your craft. And get it done. I know you guys have bucket lists. I know you have things you want to start doing, stop doing, and goals, right? We have our steps to greatness. And we can't take shortcuts to get these things done. That's why this book, we try to do one day per, one day, one chapter per day. Because you can read my book 
in literally like probably like three hours, right? Two hours. But if you take those shortcuts, you'll never recognize the process that comes when you put that effort in to be a Renaissance man or a Renaissance woman. So today, what's your task bucket list? Name three skills you want to master today, right? For me, I want to be a better swimmer. I want to be better at my finances so I can make sure that what we do uh, have ourselves a vision to buy a house or to move that I'm ready to do that, right? And I want to be a better businessman. I want to make sure that I'm I'm laying down the business for Be More today and the, and the business of Dr. Sean Thomas uh, to be a foundation for bigger things than what I'm doing right now, right? Those are the skills I'm trying to really harness and, and focus on it and be better. And that's why I put so much time and effort into Be More today and to other things because 10,000 hours, it takes that. It takes that to be great. You can do it. You're going to do it. And I just hope that as you guys keep going, you'll stay focused. Thank you so much for joining us again for this episode of Be More Today, Project 40. We are still pushing forward, still pushing forward. Day 28 is in the books. As always, please, if you like this uh, episode or even this podcast, this series, share it with a friend. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please, please, please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We love the support. We love it. We love it. We love it. And I truly appreciate you listening to my voice every single day for the last 28 days. If you're still doing the run, sign up, log those miles. I'm looking and we're going to have some prizes for the winners. So continue to put that work in. You will not uh, regret that the best project you can ever work on, remember, is you. So you're working on your craft, you're working on your project, you're putting in those 10,000 hours and it's going to pay off in the end. And folks, I just love the enthusiasm and the love that I've gotten on social media from you guys. Continue to do so. I really appreciate it. Join us for tomorrow's episode, day number 29, entitled Stuck in a Parking Space, because that did happen to me. Stuck in a parking space. As I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.